Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nick Ash, you in for Grant and Danny. We're on the Odyssey app as well. I'm at Nick Ashew on Twitter. You know, I'll say this. The Nationals may have sold off the entire team, and they may be looking towards the future, but they're still fun. That was a fun game. I'm with you till 8. So it's going to be kind of a weird, shifted type of night tonight. But it's Labor Day, so, you know, everything's different and weird today. The Nats are fun, though. Like, I, I get it. They are not, uh, <laughs> they are not the team that we saw just two years ago. But at least they're winning games in, in exciting fashion. And when they lose, you go, well, I mean, we weren't really expecting them to win any more games this year anyway. It is an amazing fall off, though, with that team. It really is. To think about World Series to the COVID-shortened season last year, just 62 games, where they looked completely uninterested in playing at all that season, to then what we have now where they're trading everybody away. But you know, this is going to be what's leading them to the future. So, yeah, they've been fun to watch. Uh, I'll say that. We'll talk to Pete Medhurst, who actually was just doing their postgame show uh, in a little bit at 6 o'clock, getting to some college football and NFL as well. So uh, I, I'm, I have one quick hot take here before we get into what's going on with Curtis Samuel, because I do want to just bring this up. I'm realizing it. I've gotten to that point in my life now where I've realized that summer is really overrated. Like the fact now that things have cooled off and it's comfortable and I'm sitting here realizing like, we always get excited for summer. Summer was way cooler when you're a kid. Now you still have to work as an adult and you just sweat more when you do it. That's really all that it is. Uh, just this cooler weather is absolutely perfect. And that's the only weather talk we'll have today. But I just needed to get it out of my chest. Because I feel like other people deep down feel this way too, but you're afraid to say it. Summer is overrated. Fall and spring are way better. Winter sucks. Winter's terrible. Everybody hates winter. You have holidays around there and that's it. Other than that, it's terrible. But summer, hmm, at least around here, really humid and you can't breathe. And I sweat every day, all day, and it just gets to be too much. So... Uh, I guess it's some good news we could say with Curtis Samuel being a part of individual drills, getting out there and starting to work with the team. We need to understand that whatever the result is, whether he plays or doesn't play this Sunday against the Chargers, this right now is the biggest story surrounding the Washington football team. It's whether or not Curtis Samuel is going to be ready to go and actually play in that game. The reality of it is, is that we need to temper our expectations for him early on. We just need to because he hasn't been out there really getting any reps with Ryan Fitzpatrick and that offense at all. And that's really the hardest thing that he's going to have to deal with because this is a uh, look, it's not necessarily a new offense. I get it. He's been around Scott Turner. He's been around Ron Rivera. So there's some understanding there, which gives him a little bit of a benefit. But if we're being honest with ourselves, you still have to get that chemistry, that 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 timing, that understanding of just what it's like to work with a new quarterback in Ryan Fitzpatrick. And the same for him, figuring out certain tendencies. And then they're going to have to learn, okay, how much can we have him out there early on? How many snaps? 
Then does this become something where you add more to his workload? They're going to bring him along slowly because these speed guys, guys that are use their athleticism and their quickness to make plays, when you're dealing with hamstring or groin or calf or whatever these soft tissue issues end up being, they always just seem to take longer. Hamstrings and groins, they just linger forever. And yeah, there's probably a chance we would have seen Curtis Samuel earlier in the year or earlier in this process if this had been during the regular season. Yeah, there's that possibility. But either way, there is there is at least... We can have a cautious optimism with this at least, right? Because he's back out there and you're starting to make progress. The one thing that Ron Rivera has continued to say, and he ended up saying that today too, is that you know they're working him along cautiously, but with the expectation to try and put him out there and play this weekend. And he's massively important to this offense. It's a reason why they went out and spent money on another wide receiver. Because they needed it. They need the weapons. Now, they're going to line him up in a bunch of different ways. He's going to do a bunch of things for them. He is somebody that is very, very important in this offense. And he talked earlier today about what his progress is like, too. It's definitely been a tough road, you know. I wish I was out there from the start of camp, you know, but a little setback. Uh, so my main goal was just to focus on rehabbing, just off to the side, just trying to get better each and every day. You know, um, my mindset, my goal is when I'm out there, I want to stay out there. I don't want to come back and, you know, have things lingering through the season. It's a long season. Added an extra game. Um, so, you know, I'm just on the side just working, um, trying to get better each and every day and come back um, right and ready for the team. And that's they need him back. And you have to have that right mindset. It's, it's as weird because you know how this is so often, right? There are guys out there that just want to get out there and play, even if they're maybe still kind of hurting. The coaches and the doctors, you got to hold them back. You got to be like, hang on. I know you feel good, but we want to make sure that you feel good six weeks from now. Because that's one of the biggest things. If you rushed him back too soon, and this was something that lingered four weeks into the regular season, I would rather have them make sure he's 100% healthy and be overly cautious with how long it took to get him out on the field. And then maybe the first two weeks of the season, you just don't see as many snaps. He doesn't get involved in as many plays. They slowly start to work him into the offense that way, as opposed to they try to go full go, and he pulls something again week one, and then he's missing six more weeks. Now, nothing's perfect. Right? You can't totally avoid injuries. This is football. It's Professional athletes get hurt all the time. But he's going to be someone that, needed, that needs as many of these reps as possible, that needs to get out there and at least have an understanding and get comfortable with this offense. But we have to temper our expectations. We have to understand that the first couple of weeks of the season, if Curtis Samuel has three total catches for 25 yards, the guy's not a bust. This is going to be part of the process. There's a patience that has to be there. But it sounds to me, which is good, that Curtis Samuel and Ron Rivera are on the same page. And that's, that's really important. They're going to need that. They're going to need them to be on that same page because if it became an issue where then he's, he's uncomfortable with his role, he's frustrated with his role, well then yeah, like this is, that, that's going to be something that lingers. But it's clear that he understands where he needs to be. He understands the big picture. And so does Ron Rivera and the rest of the team. But... You know, that offense was something out there that in the past it's been all about Terry McLaurin, right? And Terry McLaurin's success depends so much on Curtis Samuel. They, they, they need him out there to help make Terry McLaurin a better receiver. We know what his talent is, but you know, here's what I'm, I'm so sick of hearing the conversation. You know, Terry McLaurin is one of the most underrated receivers we have in the NFL. I don't want him to be underrated anymore. I'd like him to just be rated, like, properly and get the proper recognition for the talent that he has. But when you're the focal point of everybody's defensive scheme week in and week out, it's a lot harder to go out there and catch 100 balls for 1,500 yards in a season. Now, he has a chance to do that this year. 
McLaurin's also never had a quarterback that can consistently get him the ball. Man, he has had a, a rotating door of quarterbacks in his short time in the NFL. Think about that. I mean, he's one of the best young receivers in the NFL, always considered underrated, but had four different quarterbacks last year alone. Four different quarterbacks. That's different traits that these quarterbacks have, different habits, uh, starting to develop chemistry all over again because only one of them is really getting first-team reps in practice. All of that stuff matters. But for that to truly take the next jump, which a lot of people expect Terry McLaurin to do, you need Curtis Samuel out there. You also need you know Ant- Antonio Gibson to have a bigger year. You need Adam Humphreys to go out there and make some plays out of the slot for you. But there's no question that Curtis Samuel is the type of weapon, the type of player that will force defenses to not just sit there and go, just go line everybody up on McLaurin and we're good. Just do that. Because that's been the mindset in the past. This is finally an opportunity. Like, Terry McLaurin, this breakthrough season for him is going to be like one of those actors that finally gets a major role in a successful movie. Like, you could tell that the actor had talent. You're like, oh, they're so good in this. Why don't they have a bigger role? And they finally get an opportunity to not just be a supporting actor. He's going to be somebody that's out there and is the main focal point and putting up the numbers and getting the recognition that he deserves. He went from 58 to 87 receptions from his rookie year to his second year. Targeted 93 times to 134. So the targets alone just went up. I would expect those to go up or at least be close to that this year because you obviously are going to spread the ball somewhat. But you're going to be targeting Terry McLaurin as much as possible. And we saw Ryan Fitzpatrick in the preseason make that uh, very clear, that he's very comfortable throwing in the football, even in the limited times. Only thing that went down for Terry McLaurin from year one to year two was touchdowns. And it wouldn't surprise anybody if that number went up this year. But because Curtis Samuel is still, look, he's still a question mark even for Sunday. We won't know more until Wednesday. Team's not playing tomorrow. So we then will get more of a gauge on Wednesday. Is he out there practicing? Is he working more? Is he off to the side? Now, you only get to see so much of practice anyway, so they can tell us only as much as they want to tell us. And by the way, if you're Ron Rivera, you're probably smart not telling everybody anything. I was filling in for Reese Waters last week, and Brock, the producer of that show, and I spent an entire Friday, it was last Friday, spent an entire show going back on the old great clips from head coaches that have coached this football team in the Dan Snyder era. Jay Gruden said way too much, way too often. Now, it was funny. It was entertaining. But he gave so much to the other team every single week. There is a reason why Bill Belichick does what he does. One, he's messing with everybody. And that's the game that he's always played. That's his bit. That's what he does. But at the same time, he also doesn't want to give away even the slightest hint. Every little thing that Bill Belichick thinks that he can do to gain an advantage over his opponent, whether it's mental, physical, doesn't matter. He's going to try it. I mean, remember years ago when he bent the rule on eligible versus ineligible receivers and he had like running backs check in as ineligible and they changed that. You can't do that anymore. But that's what Bill Belichick does. Ron Rivera needs to do a similar thing. And we've seen that for the most part his time here where he gives honest answers to a point. But when it comes to how somebody's feeling injury wise, certain things they're going to do in a game, he's not going to give it all out there. And that's really the best approach that you can have with it. So we'll only have so much information until the actual game on Sunday, unless he's just out. If they rule him out, then we're obviously going to know beforehand. But Wednesday's going to be a big test because he was out there, was practicing today, clearly feeling better. That's great. But how does he feel on the day off tomorrow? Does he feel sore? Does he re-aggravate anything? 
It's massively important. It is, it's funny now that this has become the biggest thing around this team because everything else is kind of settled, right? We got the rosters figured out. You made cuts. Preseason's done. I mean, just this long drag between the reg- regular season and this last preseason game, it's just exhausting. I'm just ready for actual real football to happen for a change. But this is, this is now what the conversation is going to be this entire year. I mean, that was the first thing Ron Rivera was asked today about it. And I'll make this promise to you, he's going to be asked about it again on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. And then everybody's going to start getting an idea of where Curtis Samuel is actually going to be. But this gives them a chance now to have a much more balanced offense, and they need that. And it can't just be him. But like Curtis Samuel and Terry McLaurin could each have well over 100 targets. I, wouldn't even, I would not be surprised if Adam Humphreys gets 60-something targets this year, too. There's that chemistry that Fitzpatrick has with Humphreys anyway from the time that they played in Tampa. So the pieces that are part of this offense now, the one that we were begging for them to add, right? I mean, how long are we just like, can, can we get anybody else out there so that Terry McLaurin can have some support? We've got that now, but they've got to be healthy. You've also got to have a little depth because there is a chance, spoiler alert, that somebody gets hurt. And does De'Ami Brown step up more? DeAndre Carter. I mean, the, you know, you start going down the list, and you're like, well, you need, you went out and kept seven receivers. So if you have a situation where Curtis Samuel doesn't play on Sunday, it has to be that whole stupid cliche of next man up, but it's the truth. Like, that's, that's where we are right now. But if Curtis Samuel can be out there and at least look 85% of himself, that is a big bonus for this team, especially with a Chargers offense that has a very good quarterback coming into town and... At one point, you were one-and-a-half-point dogs at home. I think now it's actually a pick in some books. But, you know, a lot teams are not... When you, when you are an underdog at home and you have expectations of winning your division, it means you're playing a pretty good team that week. So, we'll see. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how much we actually get in terms of information. But, clearly, Curtis Samuel's health is the most important thing surrounding this team right now. But it's... Not the only focus. There's some other names due for big breakout years. We'll get into that, plus Pete Medhurst at 6 o'clock. Nick Ashew in for Grant Danny on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nick Ashew in for Grant and Danny. I'm at Nick Ashew uh, on Twitter as well. I don't think there's any question people expect a bigger year from Terry McLaurin. And when you look at this offense, you say, yeah, that's a very expected outcome and a very expected expectation. Is expected expectation. I don't even know if that's a, I don't know if that's the right way to use it, but I'm just going to assume that that was. But Chase Young, Montez Sweat, I mean, these are two guys that could have monster jumps this year too, especially Chase Young. So I, I saw this the other day, and if you look at the numbers and the jumps that great pass rushers in the NFL have had from their rookie year to their second year, I mean, it's it's massive. It's it's a massive jump. And when you look at Khalil Mack go from four sacks to 15, Von Miller, his rookie year, still on 11 and a half sacks. But he went to 18 and a half his second year. Miles Garrett went from, he doubled his from seven to 13 and a half. So Chase Young and his seven and a half sacks last year, I mean, that number could easily double this season. This is somebody that isn't going to be dealing with a groin injury heading into week one. I mean, remember how much Chase Young changed after really the first half to the second half, it's probably a little bit past the second half, but I mean, when you think about that hit on Joe Burrow, and then you you kind of look at the way the rest of the season went, he became a game changer. The fumble return for a, a touchdown, he was getting after quarterbacks more, and this is still through double and triple teams. And he's going to see a lot of that again. But this defensive line has enough talent where you still have to focus on other players, like even a Matt Ioannidis or a Tim Settle which allows Chase Young to have more opportunities. And he's going to be better. He's going to be smarter. He's going to have more of an understanding, not just of the NFL as a whole, but what can make him better and more effective. And those are the great players. It, Chase Young is the perfect face of a franchise, though. It, he really is. Like, when you think about it, this is a guy that, one, he's local, which is great. But two, he's got a big personality. He's fun. He's obviously really talented at one of the more... Uh, important positions in football, right? Pass rusher. Guys that get to the quarterback are just about as important as the actual quarterback and the guys that protect your quarterback. Those aren't as glamorous, the big uglies, but you still need them. And smart teams build from the inside out. But Chase Young is, I mean, he is just about as perfect of a franchise player as you could have. And then just has the work ethic, too, where you look at this and go, yeah, year one, okay, seven and a half sacks. And some people were kind of down on him early in the year. I remember. It's like, you need to watch what he's actually doing right now. I mean, the dude is getting double and triple teamed on a consistent basis. I really, I see a monster year two for Chase Young. I think he has like the fifth or sixth best odds to be defensive player of the year too. So there, it, it's a very realistic possibility that Chase Young has just a monster jump this year. And with Montez Sweat alongside of him now, I mean, these two guys pride themselves on how they can play together. They pride themselves on that ability to be the two best pass rushers combined in the NFL. And they've been ranked that. So that's you talk about Terry McLaurin having a big year, man. Tell you what, it is going to be a very big year for Chase Young from year one to year two. Speaking of Chase Young and the NFL, it starts, of course, this week. We already had college football make its return. We're going to hit on all of that next with Pete Medhurst. Nick Ashew in for Grant and Danny on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 